Today we celebrate the feast of Saint Anthony of Padua, who is not exactly a, a patron saint of uh, our parish here, but maybe uh, a patron saint indirectly, inasmuch as he was a very, very close associate um, with Saint Francis. And Anthony was was like, uh, in a certain sense, I, I think of the line from the Gospel about John the Baptist. He was a burning and shining lamp. He died quite young. He was only 36 when he died. And it was really, at least in part, from complete exhaustion because he worked himself uh, almost to death. Worked himself in the sense of his prayer, his, his ascetic labors, his penances, his preaching, and his traveling. He originally wanted to uh, go to Africa and convert uh, the... Uh, which I, I would think that it was the Muslims that he was he was wanting to convert. I know Francis himself very much wanted to go and to convert the Muslims. Uh, th- those sort of dreams were never totally fulfilled. But he was uh, remarkably successful in converting um, those who had theologically gone astray, what we refer to as heretics. He was very successful in converting heretics both in Italy and in France. And he's from Portugal originally, but he uh, he ministered quite a bit in Italy, and of course Saint Francis is Italian, and he died in uh, Padua, and so he's very much a, a, an important saint for the Italians. Now, if you go to Padua to this day, you will find Saint Anthony's tongue. They say that it is incorrupt; the rest of his body decayed. But his tongue did not. And uh, as I reflect upon that as a, as a preacher myself, I say, oh, that my tongue <laughs> would, would remain. And I think of the line from the gospel, actually, it comes right just before the, the, today's passage. Christ says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. And I think it's the desire of every preacher that his words would be not just this kind of ephemeral uh, Wind that comes and goes and doesn't make any difference, but that the wor- his words would really last. Last in that they would change people. And uh, that is uh, the desire of the preacher. That was, it was, of course, exemplified in a perfect, perfect way by Christ our Lord. And we see it as well in St. Anthony. And I think that's why, if in fact his tongue is incorrupt, God worked that miracle to as a sign, as a demonstration that his words were that effective and that uh, lasting and powerful and strong. But his words, if they were lasting, powerful, strong, influential, they were that way because his life agreed with his words. When the preacher's life is not in agreement with his words, his words are powerless. And so I ask for your prayers that, that my, I would be able to practice what I preach and that my life would, would reflect the gospel as much as I try to with my words. This is true for preachers. It's true, though, for all of us as Christians. Our life and our words need to be in agreement with each other. And when there's a, a, a dissonance between the two, um, both of them are really powerless and they will melt away like the dew uh, in the morning when the sun comes up. And they'll really be uh, meaningless and powerless. 
And this is, I think, what we're dealing with here with the gospel. Why is Christ saying not to swear? He isn't precluding a formal oath in the context of, say, uh, a court of law where we have to swear upon the Bible that we're going to testify truly. That That's not what he's coming against. What he's coming against is people who will always say, Oh, I swear to God, I did this. I swear by my mother's head that this happened. And this is a, a practice that's really current in all cultures and human people groups. Why is it so widespread? Even pagans, when you read the ancient Greek literature, they'll say, by Zeus. <laughs> so they even swear by pagan gods. Human beings have this propensity, this tendency to do these all this swearing. Why? Why is that? It's because there's an underlying substratum in our human culture of uh, lying and dishonesty and lack of integrity. So if there, if everybody was honest, this whole idea of swearing would have never even come, come into existence. But because dishonesty and lack of personal integrity is so widespread, that's why the swearing comes into existence. And this is what our Lord here is speaking against and combating. He's saying that we have to be people of integrity. We have to be truthful people. Our lives have to be holy and righteous. And if we have that foundation there, then our words will have meaning and people can trust them. And we won't need to make these oaths by Zeus or by heaven or whatever. We'll say yes and we'll mean it. We'll say no and we'll mean it. And so it's that agreement of life and words that's so important that we celebrate today in St. Anthony of Padua. Uh, for indeed, his words are still with us today in their effects.